0: Good morning. My name is Lisa Samra and I would like to give a grace beyond testimony this morning about God's grace in our lives because pastors have stories and testimonies too. Several weeks ago, Jim preached a sermon from Romans 12:1 on sacrifice, focusing on the story of Abraham and Isaac. He talked about how God calls us to lay down even our blessings. I know for many of you that morning, it was a really emotional morning, and it was an emotional morning for us as well. And we wanted to share a little bit more about what that story means to us. When we were living in England while Jim was doing his Ph.D. studies, we were thrilled to find out that I was pregnant. However, halfway through the pregnancy, we discovered that our unborn child had some significant health issues related to his kidneys. As we awaited his arrival, sustained in part by the prayers of Calvary Church, we faced a scary road of uncertainty. There was uncertainty about the extent of his illness. There was uncertainty about navigating a foreign health system. There was uncertainty about what this would mean for Jim's studies. And just the general uncertainty of being first-time parents and not having any idea what we were doing. We knew that God was asking us to lay down our fears, our hopes, and our dreams for this child and to trust Him. Soon after He was born, He needed surgery. And although we did not fear the outcome of that particular surgery, we knew we were uh, on a journey. A long medical journey and the doctors could not assure us of what the long-term prognosis would be. Before surgery, the doctors recommended that we go in with him and be with him as they put him to sleep. From our perspective, we felt like we were asked to place our child on an operating table that felt an awful lot like an altar. I actually could not do it. Like Sarah from the biblical story, I watched Jim take that journey alone with our son. This week, we celebrated that child's 13th birthday. (laughs) The Lord has given us every day of these past 13 years as a gift, and he has given us immeasurably more. We did not simply get one child we received four children, their gifts of grace in our lives. And for me to be part of our crazy, loud (laughs) family, to be loved and accepted by them is a blessing that is more than I could ever ask or imagine. And to be part of this church family, there are no words to describe. Each member of my family is a miracle you're something more than a miracle to me in my life. So how do you say thank you for this kind of blessing? Over the past two months, as we were approaching this birthday, I was searching for a way to make this um, symbolic event tangible. I was thinking, do we plant a tree? Do we paint a picture? I'm not an artist, but I was just looking for something tangible that I could hold on to. And in God's grace, he had already had me design exactly the way he wanted me to do it. This summer as chair of the Grace Beyond Communications Committee, the elders asked us to perfectly consider how to encourage the congregation to give at the end of the year. I knew, because Jim plans his sermons out, that he was planning to preach out of Romans 12 and the idea of sacrifice. And so I worked with the team to develop the thank offering, focused on giving out of gratefulness for God's blessings. It's a theme in the Old Testament that there are lots of reasons to give, but out of gratitude was a significant and important way. The brochure was finalized with no anticipation of what would be stirring in me as we approached this birthday milestone. In the midst of my wrestling, I got the final version of the um, brochure as a proof. When I opened it, it was like I opened it for the very first time and simply saw a personal invitation from the Lord for me to be able to express my gratitude. On December 18th, during our first service back home in our own sanctuary, we will all have the opportunity to give a thank offering, to come forward during the service and express to the Lord our gratitude. We wanna give you an opportunity to express your thanks as well, written, if that would be meaningful to you. So as a family or individually, every single person in your family can do this, regardless of their age. And if it would be meaningful to you, consider including a note. There's a card in your bulletin today, if you wondered what that was for, that's what this is, that you can return as part of the offering on December 18. And we're gonna find a way to publicly display those together, these expressions of thanks, so that we can share in our gratitude together. I have thought that if we are the only ones to give a gift or write a note, that I will be humble that the Lord designed all of this just for our family. But as I've talked to so many of you, each um, person that I've talked to has felt the same way, that this invitation was a personal invitation from the Lord directly to them, a personal invitation towards gratefulness. As we think about gratefulness and as we enter into this week of Thanksgiving, let us say thank you to the Lord together as we read Psalm 138. Would you stand as I read? I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. Before the gods, I will sing your praise. I will bow down toward your holy temple and will praise your name for your unfailing love and your faithfulness. For you have so exalted your solemn decree that it surpasses your fame. When I called, you answered me. You greatly emboldened me. May all the kings of the earth praise you, Lord, when they hear what you have decreed. May they sing of the ways of the Lord, for the glory of the Lord is great. Though the Lord is exalted, he looks kindly on the lowly. Though lofty, he sees them from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the anger of my foes. With your right hand, you save me. The Lord will vindicate me. Your love, Lord, endures forever. Do not abandon the works of your hands.